ಇಂಟ್ರೊಡಕ್ಷನ್ಸ್ ಟು ವೇದಾಂತ ಟೆಕ್ಸ್ಟ್ ಬೈ ಶ್ರೀ ಶ್ರೀ ಸಚ್ಚಿದಾನಂದೇಂದ್ರ ಸರಸ್ವತಿ ಸ್ವಾಮೀಜಿ ಹೊಳೆ ನರಸೀಪುರ ಕರ್ನಾಟಕ ಇಂಡಿಯಾ ಇನ್ ದಿಸ್ ಲೆಕ್ಚರ್ ಸೀರೀಸ್ ವಿ ಹ್ಯಾವ್ ಆಲ್ರೆಡಿ ಸೀನ್ ಟ್ವೆಂಟಿ ಒನ್ ಸೆಷನ್ಸ್ ಟುಡೇಸ್ ಇಸ್ ದ ಟ್ವೆಂಟಿ ಸೆಕೆಂಡ್ ಓಂ ಶ್ರೀ ಗುರುಭ್ಯೋ ನಮಃ ಹರಿ ಓಂ ಶ್ರೀ ಗಣೇಶಾಯ ನಮಃ ಡಾಕ್ಟರ್ ಕೃಷ್ಣಮೂರ್ತಿ ಶಾಸ್ತ್ರಿ ದಂಬೆ ಪುಣಚ ಬಂಟ್ವಾಳ ತಾಲೂಕು ದಕ್ಷಿಣ ಕನ್ನಡ ಜಿಲ್ಲೆ ಕರ್ನಾಟಕ ಭಾರತ ಗೌಡಪಾದಾಸ್ ಅಲೀಜ್ಡ್ ಬಾರೋಯಿಂಗ್ ಫ್ರಾಮ್ ಮಹಾಯಾನ ವರ್ಕ್ಸ್ ಟುಡೇಸ್ ಟಾಪಿಕ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ವಿ ನೌ ಕಮ್ ಟು ದಿ ಡೈರೆಕ್ಟ್ ಮ್ಯಾಟರ್ ಇನ್ ಹ್ಯಾಂಡ್ ವಾಟ್ ಅಬೌಟ್ ದಿ ಸ್ಟ್ರೈಕಿಂಗ್ ಸಿಮಿಲಾರಿಟಿ ಆಫ್ ವರ್ಡ್ಸ್ ಎಕ್ಸ್ಪ್ರೆಷನ್ಸ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಈವನ್ ಥಾಟ್ಸ್ ಬಿಟ್ವೀನ್ ಗೌಡಪಾದಾಸ್ ಕಾರಿಕಾಸ್ ಎಸ್ಪೆಷಲಿ ಇನ್ ದಿ ಫೋರ್ತ್ ಚಾಪ್ಟರ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಮಹಾಯಾನ ವರ್ಕ್ಸ್ ಈಸ್ ದೇ ಆರ್ ನೋ ಬಾರೋಯಿಂಗ್ ಹಿಯರ್ ಎಟ್ ಆಲ್ ಇಫ್ ದೇರ್ ಈಸ್ ವಾಟ್ ಈಸ್ ಇಟ್ ದ್ಯಾಟ್ ಇನ್ಬ್ಯೂಸ್ಡ್ ದಿ ರೈಟರ್ ಟು ಗೋ ಟು ದಿ ನಾನ್ ವೇರಿಕ್ ಸೋರ್ಸಸ್ ಫಾರ್ ಹೆಲ್ಪ್ two explanations are possible either vedanta was not sufficiently developed to have a neat set of technical terms or a method of its own so that it was only natural for it to utilize and adopt what was ready at hand in a system akin to it at least in some respects or else godapada had an ulterior purpose in view to serve which has deliberately chosen this vocabulary and dialectic even from a foreign source neither of these suppositions is inconceivable but facts alone can decide the question one way one way or the other professor murthy seems to accept the first alternative when he says the vedanta philosophers did not and could not accept the buddhistic metaphysics its denial denial of the self moment momentariness etc but they did press into service the madhyamika dialectic and the vijnanavada analysis of illusion no absolutism could be established without the dialectic and this theory of illusion are we to understand that advaitism really stood in dire need of this dialectic and this theory of illusion lest it should not be able to stand upon its own legs as a species of absolutism i am afraid it did not vedanta has been supposed to start in common with vijnanavada with an analysis of an empirical illusion and then to apply it analogically to the world illusion and since the illusionariness of the all phenomena does not necessarily follow from this the system is obliged to seek its cue for pronouncing the world illusory in an extra philosophical or theological knowledge derived from upanishads while the vijnanavada bases itself on the deliveriness uh, deliverness of deliverances of deliverances of the highest trance states but what are the actual facts does godapada start from an examination of empirical illusion and then extend his conclusions to the world illusion in the second chapter of his work mostly devoted to demonstrate the unreality of the world we are confronted with the classical example of the rope snake only once and that not and that not as the basis for attacking the problem of world illusion but only to illustrate what has been already shown at length by an appeal to life and experience to wit that atman is the substrate of all illusory phenomena dream is no doubt employed to prove the unreality of the world but here is no analogical reasoning from the example of a dream it is rather an appeal to appreciate the undeniable metaphysical identity of waking and dream as a fact of universal experience again 
casual reference is made to upanishads shrutis or vedantas twice or thrice but on none of these occasions do we find the revelation invoked as a theological authority it is not true to fact to say that gaudapada depends upon an authoritative pronouncement at any stage of his argument for the proof of the world illusion shruti in the advaita of uh, uh, gaudapada and shankara at any stage any rate only means a suggestion of truth based on facts of experience and is no more a binding authority on the mind of the seeker of truth than the sign post on the cross road pointing to the nature and extent of the way ahead we may now take up the question of the buddhistic terminology and dialectic the first thing that strikes the reader is that neither of these obtrudes on his attention in the first three chapters to any appreciable degree while they are found to loom large in the fourth may it not be that the author who could have very well dispensed with these aids without feeling any lack has deliberately adopted this language and method of exposition with some set purpose undiscovered by surface critics i am of the opinion that in uh, unraveling this secret one may get some help from the much uh, maligned uh, shankara bhashya if only one is not afraid of losing caste by shaking off the thickest influence of the deep seated current opinion among the generality of orientalists that gaudapada has borrowed from buddhistic works or at any rate has been very much influenced by buddhistic ways of thinking in his opening remarks of the fourth chapter shankara says that after establishing the reality of advaita directly with the help of both agama and appropriate reason gaudapada now proceeds to show by avitanyaya the indirect method of logic how even the mutually opposed sets of opinion among the dualists and buddhists point to the truth of advaita as well as to the fallacious nature of the other systems granting that this is so we should not be surprised to find gaudapada employ the terminology and method of the other systems to display how they stand self convinced by their own showing a close examination of the procedure followed here would go to show that most differences of opinion between the sankhya and vaisheshika on the one hand and the vaibhasika and the vijnanavada on the other are exhibited here and ultimately the vedantic conclusion based on the three states of consciousness is given at the end in order to round off the whole work special emphasis is laid in the closing shlokas on how pure consciousness transcending and metaphysically comprehending in itself the triple distinction of knower knowledge and the known revealed by vedanta on an examination of the three states was never taught by the vijnanavada of buddhists however superior its logic might appear as compared to that of the realistic systems i have tried to show in the course of my sanskrita vivruti how gaudapada indirectly hints at the extraordinary appropriateness of certain buddhistic terms and reasonings in the context of vedanta rather than in that of uh, the systems to which they are supposed to be indigenous this practice of adapting the technique of other systems to their own is by no means unusual with vedantins an instance in point is the usage by the author of the brahma sutras of such words as uh, pratyaksha in the sense of shruti anumana in the sense of smriti and uh, pradhana in the sense of uh, brahman etc parallel procedure will perhaps be found in other systems also next the vedantic dialectic 
last point in this section seventh point and now for the question of the dialectic had gaudapada his own critic of the understanding and reason or was he obliged to borrow one from another source since no absolutism can thrive without the dialectic professor murthy says dialectic is a self consciousness self conscious spiritual movement it is necessarily a critic of reason this is not possible without the consciousness of the opposition of the thesis and the antithesis there must be at least two view points or pa- patterns of interpretation diametrically opposed to each other again philosophy when cultivated seriously and uh, systematically leads to interminable interminable and total conflict dialectic is implicit in philosophy dialectic is at once the consciousness of this interminable interminable and total conflict in reason and the attempt to resolve it look at it from this uh, thought position it must be confessed that there is no possibility of dialectic in the upanishads the upanishadic seers do not concern themselves with the different philosophical standpoints and views of the real being pioneers in the field they had not be before them many right or wrong uh, views to criticize and to condemn whence then did gaudapada gaudapada derive this dialectic the extant literature about advaitism is uh, too meager for us to say with any definiteness whether or not dialectic in this sense of the term was indigenous to the system but this does not matter for our present purpose for we have seen that the madhyamika dialectic is not after all uh, very predominant in gaudapada's work he may have utilized it for uh, art we know uh, for the purpose of his uh, avita nyaya indirect proof of ajati based upon pure ratiocination but the question is is there any critic of reason and experience in his own work at all and if so what was his source for that many uh, my answer to this question is yes there is visible to an assiduous seeker a critic which governs the whole of gaudapada's thought and his source is that one fountain head of knowledge to every devout of hindu upanishads themselves true the upanishads sages upanishadic sages do not exhibit any consciousness of the conflict in reason and therefore cannot lay claim to a critic of reason like that of nagarjuna they never they never show any anxiety to examine different theories of reality with the hope of transcending conceptual knowledge by that means they do not propose to construct an intellectual framework exhausting all possible categories of the mind and then proceed to a thorough examination of each till it is reduced to a state of inconsistency or self contradiction indeed their way and goal lay quite in another direction and their method was quite suited to their aim they seem to have felt the fru- uh, futility of merely analyzing the faculty of reason for it can only examine but can never create facts its one insistent demand is consistency everywhere and consistency may not always characterize facts reason is perfectly justified in demanding self consistency from a proposed theory and it has the right to counsel us to throw uh, Away, throw away any hypothesis which exhibits un, uh, inconsistencies in its makeup but when a fact universally recognized as such 
discloses any inconsistency inconsistencies reason must simply bear with them the only function then open to it will be to seek an explanation such seems to have been the guiding principle of the rishis who went on questioning life and experience kona atma kim brahma which is our real self which the highest reality underlying all phenomena ಕೋಯಮಾತ್ಮೀತಿ ವಯಂಪಾಸ್ಮಹೇ ಕತರಸ್ಸ ಆತ್ಮ ಛಾಂದೋಗ್ಯ ಉಪನಿಷತ್ತು ಐತರೆಯ ಉಪನಿಷತ್ತು ಹೂಮ್ ಶಲ್ ವಿ ಡಿವೋಟ್ ಅವರ್ ಸೆಲ್ಸ್ ಟು ಆಸ್ ಅವರ್ ಸೆಲ್ಫ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ವಿಚ್ ಈಸ್ ದ್ಯಾಟ್ ಸೆಲ್ಫ್ ಕಸ್ಮಿನ್ನು ಭಗವೋ ವಿಜ್ಞಾತೆ ಸರ್ವಮಿಧಂ ವಿಜ್ಞಾತಂಭವತಿ ಮುಂಡಕೋಪನಿಷತ್ ವಿಚ್ ಬೀಯಿಂಗ್ ನೋನ್ ಆಲ್ ದಿಸ್ ಬಿಕಮ್ಸ್ ನೋನ್ ರೆಕಗ್ನೈಸಿಂಗ್ ದಿ ಫ್ಯಾಕ್ಟ್ ದ್ಯಾಟ್ ರೀಸನ್ ಕ್ಯಾನ್ ವರ್ಕ್ ಓನ್ಲಿ ಆನ್ ಫ್ಯಾಕ್ಟ್ಸ್ ಸಪ್ಲೈಡ್ ದೇ try to rummage all the sources of such supply not only the senses and the mind but also intuition not only the waking state but also dream and sleep which we can only intuit but never perceive reason then working upon experience gained through intuition of the three states can dissolve all our doubts and difficulties connected with life as restricted to the waking state this examination of the three states alone conducted Uh, on right lines can disclose the nature of truth and reality now this is the vedantic dialectic the critic of experience as a whole revealed in upanishads especially the mandukya on which gaudapada bases his system of thought this may or may not be called philosophy according to our notion of the significance of the term in any case it is a successful attempt to realize the ultimate reality and the method used is unique in this respect that it covers life in all its aspects and is hence able to give us final knowledge of reality it is not to be compared to the method either of the theological discussions or even of speculative thought systems which confine their attention to facts of the waking state i have endeavored in my sanskrita introduction to mandukya sivrti to explain the salient features of this method in some detail readers interested in the subject are recommended to study the whole of the gaudapada's work with a new commentary in which the principles of this special method are reiterated at every step next sections section 3 gaudapada's system compared with the mahayana systems we will see in the next session so here we end the 22nd session of introductions to vedanta text by shri sachidanandendra saraswati swami ji holi narsipur karnataka india hari rama salutes to his holy feet holy feet सर्वे जन सुखिनो ओं दत्सत